Go. Are you no. ready for this? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We are back. Are we we live? are. We're back in business. Ladies, gentlemen, girls, boys. Well, hopefully there's no girls or boys listening to this. That's right. We would be in a lot of trouble. Get to bed. In the on the uh, on iTunes when they list our episodes, there's a little E in a box next to each episode. You know what that stands for? Explicit, explicit, explicit or illicit. I don't know. Whatever you want to stand for. It doesn't mean. Uh, no, it means we got the E. That's we amazing. Got the e. Yeah, it means we talk shit. Parental guidance. That's right. Is advised. It is advised. Amazing. I it, was thinking about that the other day, but I'll well, let you introduce. What the show. were you thinking about? Well, I was thinking about you know everything that we say here. Yeah. When our kids are like 18, they can go back yeah. and they can listen to everything. So they're going to go back into the archives yes. and hear us say shit. Talk about, about poop, shitting, and, and vasectomies. Do we talk about masturbation yet? No. Maybe not On tonight. next week's episode. <laughs> Let's save it for next week. Bop. When Aaron is back with us. Beep. You'll hear right now, uh, there's only two of us yip-yapping right now. That's because our third notorious dad... Is out, Aaron. Aaron's gone. He's he's gone. He's left us. He's a goner. Aaron turned forty-one this past weekend or this past week. Yes. Was it yesterday. Uh, yesterday was his official birthday. Yesterday. Monday. All the troubles seem so far away. Oh, little Beatles. Now I'm here. Today. Was it Beatles or John Lennon specifically? Beatles. Questioning or asking? Asking or telling? Okay, Beatles. I agree. Um, hey, here we are. It's it's. Episode 46 of the Notorious Dads. Were you going to say it in Spanish? 46. 46. You're <laughs> bi, aren't you? <laughs> Lingual. Oh, that's right. Episode 46 of the Notorious Dads podcast. I am Mike Hazen. I'm here I with... I am Jason Halpern. Jason Halpern. We're at your house tonight. We are. Thanks for having me over. No problem. I like the flow here. The flow is a good flow here. Back and forth. Back and forth. <laughs> uh, Aaron is not here. Like I said, he's in New York City. New York City? Get a rope. <laughs> Do you think Pace Picani sauce. Pace Picani sauce. Yes, 1989. There was, there was so many great Pace Picani sauce commercials. So many good ones. I mean, whoever's running marketing over there should be in the fucking Hall of Fame. They should be hired again. They're only like 78, but <laughs> if they're looking for work, Pace Picani sauce, <laughs> ad rep. We're looking for you. Because paste picante sauce is made by people who know what picante <laughs> sauce should taste like. That's right. I forgot that one. <laughs> uh, so for those who are listening for the first time, we are the Notorious Dads. We are normally three dads. Tonight we're just two dads who live in South Central Agora Hills. We have kids. We have wives. And we get together once a week to talk about the things that really make us the most happy. <laughs> I thought that's what that was. That was all my friends drive a low rider. Yep. And it also stands for tequila. That's what it does. Yes. Tequila. Wait, was I quoting? Was that the right lyric? Yeah, all you my had friends? it right. Okay. But yes, tequila. And we'll get into the tequila in a second. Listen, our last week's episode, if you haven't listened to it yet, you should listen to it. It's a really good episode. So it's fun. Good. Oh, the best ever. TBE. Um, we talked a little bit about Father's Day. We talked about the big Anthony Davis trade. And the brow, the brow is in the house, and uh, no, it was just we had a good flow. I thought we had a good, a good episode there. Um, but tonight, uh, we are gonna get into it. Tonight is the night. I'm gonna tell you about the format of the show if you haven't listened before. 
Um, here's what it is. If you have listened before, just plug yours for five seconds. Dads is an acronym. We are the dads. The first D is for drinks. Drinks, drinks, drinks. The next A is for or the first A is for athletics. Athletics, athletics. We like talking about sports. The second D is for dad stuff because we're dads and we talk about stuff. The kiddos. The kiddos, parenting, stuff, uh, things like that. Things that you could relate to. Yes, that's right. Fathers. Papa. Uh, And then the S is for showbiz segment. Showbiz segment. We'll talk about things we're watching, listening to, anything like that. And uh, but let's get right into it. Let's get to our first D. Let's do it. Jason, what do we got? We've got a special tequila here that I received on my 40th birthday. Oh, really? 40? 41st mm. birthday. Mm. It was 42nd birthday. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> All right. So on my 43rd birthday, Mike Hayson got me this Nicho Real Extra Añejo 100% de agave tequila. Nicho Real, it's a good bargain. Just ask Marty over at Wade's Wines. Uh, tell me what he told you about this, and I'll tell you how it tastes. Okay. So, yes, we got this at w- I got this at Wade's Wines. I went to go see Marty over there because if you haven't been there and met Marty, you need to try it. Marty sits in a little hut right yeah. by the entrance, yeah. and he's got— it's uh, literally, It literally looks like a lemonade booth, but it's for alcohol. Exactly. And he gives you testers. Ah. Uh, he does. He gives you little shot glasses that are about what? Like, they're like um, thimbles. Yeah, little thimbles. <laughs> ti- the tiniest <laughs> fucking plastic. I don't know how they're making How do you pla- even pick them up? Who's making these plastic glasses? I don't know. Little but- elves? Yes. They're so <laughs> tiny. So he fills up a sh- little tiny plastic shot glass about halfway, which uh-huh. is basically like an eye drop <laughs> of alcohol. Okay. But he does have a little taster for you. So Marty, I said I was looking for a really nice bottle for my, my very good friend, yes. uh, Aaron Werber. <laughs> and then he pointed me in the direction of this thing. The cheap stuff. The cheap stuff. No, so I said I was looking for my friend who drinks a lot of tequila. And he's here. He comes to Wade's often. To and he and I pointed out he actually he does walked a podcast with me. here. Yeah, we just two other the, guys. We talked about the podcast. So he walked me into the tequila section that you're very familiar Which with, which is right? huge, by the way, huge. And so I basically went down the aisle and I pointed to all these amazing bottles of tequila that I know that you've drank and that I've drank because you've yes. in, introduced me to them. And he brought this one out and yeah. th- he said this one is. Again, the Jew in me came out and said, "I'm looking." He knew he knew I wanted a bargain, so he <laughs> said, "This bottle right here is an amazing value." Yes, and so uh, it's called Nicho Real. Yep, uh, and it's what like ninety bucks. This is a ninety dollar bottle and that it tastes like one of the two hundred dollar bottles. Easily, no lie. Go pick it up. So here's the difference: um, when you taste this tequila. Usually the uh, the higher end bottles and the higher end tequila it doesn't have the uh, the lingering um, aftertaste that'll kind of burn your chest. Right. Um, and some of them are very sweet. Some of them aren't. Now this one isn't that sweet, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but a lot of people like that about these tequilas. They don't. A lot of people don't like the sweetness. Right. So um, if you're looking for a smooth tequila that goes down nice. And has a, a not too much sweetness, but has a little bit of sweetness. A little bit of sweetness for sure. This is your main bet. I think I'm gonna go back to this. Sure. Cheers, Cheers brother. What else? Thanks again for it. My pleasure. Um, 
What I will say is <sighs> the second glass of this yeah. certainly does taste more sweet than the first glass. Yeah. Which I believe that is rings true for any alcohol that you drink. The second glass is always sweeter than the first glass. Yeah. Speaking of first class or first glass. Uh-huh. First the class. <laughs> <laughs> the NBA awards were last night. What are the NBA awards? The NBA awards are something that the NBA has decided to do over the last couple of years that has turned the MVP, all the final awards, the big awards that normally are given at the end of the season, they've decided to make it an actual event and a show to make more money, obviously. I've never watched the NBA awards. It's like the Grammys. The, but, but the Grammys feel authentic and sort of normal. Like the NBA awards is a show. Yeah. Seems a like show. just a show. Sorry. <laughs> a little burp or A little burp and blow. A little tequila little burp, burp and blow. And blow. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the NBA award seems like a money grab to me. Yeah. Like yeah. a little bit desperate. And like we already have the ESPYs, which yeah. cover all sports. Like the TNT was like, we got to do our own award show now. So they did that. Yeah. And Shaq was the host of this thing. Okay. Well, going back to real quick, they, that's how they announce the MVP and the most improved yeah. rookie of the year and all yep. that before they just do it during the playoffs. Correct. Now what they did is made a whole show out of it. I think the NBA doing this, uh, all they're doing is just kind of keeping the attention on the NBA year round. Right. What they've managed to do, if you haven't noticed, is that every week there's something new going yeah. on in the NBA. So they always stay relevant. The playoffs have been extended. So yep. now that those are like two months instead of whatever they were before. So after the playoffs, you got free agency. Yep. Uh, then you got the draft. Well, you got the draft, then free agency. But b in between those, you have these awards. So yep. it's like the NBA is and always you know what starts on next week. Line. Summer league. Summer league after free agency. Yeah. So it's always relevant, yeah. which is genius. And look, you can't say much about the NBA. I mean, they they. Are, they know what they're doing. Do you worry, though? Like, obviously, they're taking a page out of the NFL, right? The NFL, or if you've been in the league, it's the National Football League. You don't call it the NFL. Did you know that? Football? Is Did that, is that uh, soccer? No. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, National yes. Football League. You can't call it if the NFL? If you're like you a pro. Listen, if you ever listen to an interview with a yeah. professional football player yeah. or anyone who's played in the league, yeah. they never call it the NFL. Why? They call it the National Football League. Why? I think it's a branding thing that they've been trained to do. Really? Yeah, 100%. But my point is, is that... The National Football League has done such an amazing job with turning the National Football League into a year-round event mm -hmm. between draft combine, draft, sure. all, you know, all that stuff, training camp. Um, they've done that, and I think the NBA is sort of taking a page out of their book. Yeah. Now, for me, the NFL or the NBA basketball is my favorite sport. Your favorite sport? Yeah. It's, it's hard to notice NFL then for me because I, I really don't notice it. Right. But but there is something. I mean, there's an entire network, the NFL network. There's no, yeah, NBA yeah, TV I get too. That. But like for NBA, like I have to be honest, like there's a little bit of burnout for me where because there's so many rumors and things going on where it's fun to a certain degree. But then there's so much time in between before something actually happens yeah. that it would be nice to just like not hear about a headline for like a day. I hear you. I, I love that shit, though. I eat it you up. You eat that eat shit it up. up. It's like You're my, all it's over like the my reality boards. TV show. Right, my right. Fucking Wojnowski is like my fucking... Oh, my God. TMZ. Woj bomb. Yeah. Um, anyways. Do you... So you didn't watch the, the I didn't NBA watch. Awards. Shaq did the monologue and was hosting. Right? Shaq was hosting. They did this, like, really brutal, like, pre-taped kind of deal where 
he was going to host and then he got injured and like Chris Tucker came in and was like, Shaq, man, are you okay, man? We got we to host That was awards. part of the beginning. Yeah, it was part of like the opening. Yeah. It was like, and Shaq's like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm injured. And then Chris Tucker, <laughs> all right, man, well, I'm going to come out and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to host yeah. for you. And so Chris Did Tucker Chris comes Tucker out. Come so he comes out and Chris Tucker like says a couple of bad jokes and then Shaq comes out from like behind the curtains and... Can you take it? Well, Shaq was never that funny. It was so. just fucking tired. And then Shaq came out, had a couple of bad jokes, and then did a rap. Okay. And performed with, did, like, did, dancers. Did with the Fushnikins? Did the Fushnikins come no, back? No, but you guess if it's not the Fushnikins, yeah. guess who he performs with and who was on stage with him? Drake. The Jabberwockies. Oh, okay. Well, that was a kind of cool performance back in the day. Like, 10 Th- years ago, 12 years like ago. <laughs> it, was, it was basically... Are they still around, the Jabberwockies? The Jabberwockies are still around, and so is Shaq. <laughs> and it felt like just it just felt really forced. Yikes! Well, Shaq's you know commentating has always felt forced to me. Even on TNT when he talks, I feel like Kenny and Charles are just kind of biting their tongues and thinking like, dude, this guy isn't that funny. Like, how did he even make the show with us? And yeah. for him to last this long just shows you that people kind of do like him, but. I've never been a fan of his commentating, of his rim-rattling freaking dunks for the sure. Lakers, an all-time Hall of Famer. Yeah, I love What him. about him uh, ghosting you and, and dissing you in front of, was it Chocho-san? Yeah, no, that was at Benihana. Benihana. I knew yeah. it was some sort of teppanyaki yeah. facility. That will always you know, stay in my heart. I try <laughs> to forget it. You know, we've we've gotten past our differences. Well. And uh, yeah, I've moved forward. I've moved I've on. All, Look, I'll, Mike, listen. Yeah. In life, you have to forgive, it's man. It's true. You just got to let go. Let try to go. tell people this. You just got to <laughs> let it go and just forgive and, and forget and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, positive vibrations. So if you're going to forgive and forget, yeah. for me, there's a lot of rumors going around about free agency and who's coming to the Lakers. And there's somebody that I feel like I need to forgive, that there's a lot of lot of stuff flying around right now. Well, why were you ever mad at him? Let's just start off with that. So obviously we're talking about Who? D'Lo? D'Lo. D'Lo, perhaps. <laughs> Ohio State University. I've always been a fan. We know. L- the record will show. The record will show. That you have always been a fan of D'Lo. I have. I, the record will show, have not been a fan. And I think there's a lot of people who haven't been fans. And uh, to be honest, it was really about, it wasn't his. But that's the thing. You guys, the, every time I ask you guys, like, why, why aren't you a fan? It's always... Off the court stuff. Absolutely, it's always like the cockiness. Yeah. See, I don't mind that. No, no, no it's not. Cocky. I don't mind no, cockiness that. is on the okay. court. It's yeah. cockiness off the court. Right. And then but even off the court, like who cares? Like let him be cocky. You're just mad, and I don't blame you, because he freaking snitched. On yes. His, his Snitches display. get stitches. Snitches get stitches. That's man. why. That's hard to come back from, and I don't understand why he would do something like that. Uh, I don't understand how that got out. Nick Young. Hope they bring him back too, make oh it a whole family right. affair. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, as far as his basketball game, I've always been a fan. So, yes, the sti- the snitching yeah. was something that for sure stood out in my mind. Now, having said that, yeah, I just felt like at that time his his basketball skills were overrated, and I didn't think that he was delivering in the level that he, the hype was. And so the combination of those two made me just – it turned me off. He was only a rookie. I know. What do you expect delivering? 
It's his first or second year. Man, this is where we could argue. No, you were very Seinfeld. <laughs> you were very Seinfeld. Hey, what's up, the rookie? I mean, what do you expect from him? Yeah. Most of these guys don't develop. Look, granted. This some is my of these, platform, by the way. Some of these stars, some of these young guys, yeah. like LeBron. Yeah. You know, they're freaks. I'm going to tell you, Zion's going to be the same way. Just yeah. look for him to, to get buckets in, yeah. in New Orleans. Um, but most of these guys take time to develop. 100%. So we're giving, believe me, we're giving up on, on Zoe and on Ingram a little too early. I for agree my taste. with that. Those guys are going to be really good, yeah. just like D'Lo uh, yeah. is now. Um, Can I tell you something right now? Yeah. I, I blanked Tequilas out. Hitting? I blanked out on D'Lo's name, D'Angelo Russell. Russell. But I blanked out for a minute. I just kept calling him D'Lo. <laughs> you thought it was Debo? <laughs> he was like, "Where's my bike, homie?" Debo. <laughs> That's a cheeseburger. <laughs> um, but what I will say is, you're you, you are right. They need time to develop. That's always been my platform, especially when we were we were backing Lonzo. It was like, give the kids some time. Like yep. somebody, like they would yep. be sophomores in in college at yeah. this point. So so. But those two things with his sort of the hype and the off-the-court immaturity yeah. were my big issues with D'Lo. Now seeing him mature, he obviously knows how he fucked up in L.A. And his his on-the-court ability is proven. I mean, he's an all-star last year, and yep. he was consistent. He didn't get hurt, which is something that I always look for in young kids. Um, so so I'm excited. I'm, I'm very excited. If the Lakers can get him back, yeah. boy, I think that would be a huge win for them. Absolutely. And if you're a Laker fan and you don't remember this guy, like, don't even Google his old Laker um, YouTube, his old Laker uh, highlights. No. Uh, YouTube his Ohio State college highlights. This guy was a phenomenal passer. Yeah. Unheard of Magic Johnson-type no-look passes, full court. Um, you know, very Lonzo Ballis. Mm -hmm. Type of passes, but to an even higher degree. You said difficult. Lonzo Ballis, but I think you meant Ballish, Ballish is what Ballish. you meant. That's okay. Yes. Abolish slavery. Yes. Um, so D'Lo, LeBron, uh, Kuz, and Anthony Davis. That's that's, that's a formidable. Uh, that's a solid right four. I mean, obviously, we know we need nine other players, but but that's a solid. You throw place anybody there in there with them. Yeah, we're good to go. GTG, good anybody. to go. Let me ask you a question, sort of going back to D'Lo in his dumb, immature ways. Jason, can you think of when you were younger making any dumb mistakes as a kid of like a, like a teenager and what maybe the one of the dumbest or few dumbest things that you ever did as a kid? Um, yeah, I mean, there was a there was certainly a lot of them. <laughs> um, I mean, some of them I can't mention on the air right but there's a few and look we all make mistakes and what? and 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 that's that goes you know that goes to immaturity do you think that young right what i was gonna say is do you think like do you think that you are the same person who made those mistakes like i, I guess what i'm what i'm asking is can people yes 100 percent. you can learn from those yeah. mistakes yeah now if you don't learn from those mistakes and right. you keep committing the same mistakes, then, you know, that those are those, those buddies that you have that are still on the treadmill going nowhere fast. Right. I'm going to share some of my dumb mistakes okay. as a kid. Go for Do it. Do you want to hear what it is? Yes. So what's I don't, your dumbest mistake? I don't know if we, I don't know what my dumbest one was, but something that was, there's a couple of things that stick out in my brain that were certainly really dumb that I would never ever do, and I learned from those mistakes. And fortunately, I was in a situation where I didn't 
I didn't get caught doing the things that I did. Mm-hmm. And I saw other people get caught doing the things that I mm-hmm. did, which made me stop. Sure. So D'Lo wasn't that lucky. D'Lo. He got sc- caught. He got caught doing but it. His his mistake was almost like unheard of. Like you, you, you don't even attempt to do that. No, no. Like there's no reason to do that. To be clear, he was he was he was recording Swaggy P on his cell phone Talk talking about, about cheating on his girlfriend at the time, right? And then posted that on social media. Yeah, like that wouldn't even enter my mind at my dumbest. Never. That's, that's almost like a bitch move, right? Oh my god! You and I don't say that as a derogatory word towards women. It's no, more no, of like a no, like snitches, snitches, exactly. snitches, exactly. So one of the things that I thought was cool when I was younger, when I was 16, 17 years old, was driving really fast on the freeway with my friends in the car. Like we would go to basketball tournaments and we would drive ourselves to these tournaments. And one, like our, we, we thought it was cool to drive, like see how fast we get the car to go. Yeah. And by the way, we were driving high-performance vehicles. No, you're getting like a, like a Scirocco. My, a Scirocco? <laughs> I feel like that would be high compared to what you're driving. So how, my my how great was a shiraco? It was a shiraco or shiraco. Shiraco. Shiraco is the hot sauce, right? Yes. No, that's <laughs> that's uh, orchata. No, no, orchata is the drink. Yeah, yeah. You think uh, it's a, I was thinking sriracha. sriracha. It would have been funnier if you had said it, but I had to say it. So never mind. Um, so shiraco. We, so we were driving uh to a basketball tournament from Agora to Simi Valley, and if you know the grade going down the twenty three freeway, like yeah. down to Tierra Hada, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yep. It's a big hill. I was driving my dad's Infinity G20. For those that don't know what that car was, it was like a 1992 Infinity G20. It's not a fast. It's not like a like a performance vehicle. Uh-huh. It's like a four door, smaller like sedan. Yeah. And we got that thing up to 115 miles an hour on the freeway. That is not smart. No. And to like at that time, we didn't realize, I didn't realize that one small thing in the road, one small jerk of the wheel, and we're all dead, right? Yeah. 150 miles an hour on the freeway, like that car starts rolling, you're over. Yeah. No question. Yeah. And to me, that was one of the dumbest things that we ever, that we ever did, but yeah. we continued to do it. It was yeah. like, we went 112 today. Let's see what we could do the next time. Yeah. And we probably did it five or six times. And sure. Uh, we had a friend who ended up was drinking and driving. It was an acquaintance. It wasn't a friend, but drinking and driving and ended up fucking wrapping himself around a telephone yeah, pole. Yeah, killing just himself like, or whatever. And, and the, kid, the kid died. Yeah. But the point was, is like we were like, fuck, driving fast and out of control is probably not a good idea. Yeah. So we stopped that. We squashed it. And um, to think about if our kids ever – were in a car with someone doing that or even did it themselves. Like, holy fuck. Like, to, I go 85 miles an hour now, and I'm like, what am I doing? Whoa, I got to slow down. Yeah. To think about going 115 miles an yeah. hour. Bro. Well, not just that. I mean, so many, I mean, so many dumb things. There's certain stuff I, I just can't even say. But Can um, you allude? Can you allude? Yeah, I'll allude to some stuff. Like, for instance, before Uber. Yeah. Right? Most of my friends, most of us, we were all driving drunk. Oh, my gosh. You know, on the weekends. Yeah. We were all having some drinks and How driving. How else were you getting it just, anywhere? It was just, it was stupid. And one of my dumbest moves, now that you um, mentioned driving, was I had been out all night drinking, bars, clubs, whatever, went back to a buddy's house, was just going to spend the night, 
sleep there instead yeah. of driving home yeah. and, and decided yeah. that, hell no, I want my bed. You know, that was the biggest oh. thing at the end of the night. Dude, we still feel that way. Yeah, if there was nothing, you know, no, no. Who wants to uh, crash on the floor? Nothing, if there was nothing sizzling, if there was, no, <laughs> if there was nothing on the menu, then you wanted to just go home sure. to your own bed, right? Sure, sure. So, like, I'm literally stumbling to my car. And even on my way to my car, I'm like, this isn't a good move. You're right. But That's I'm like, I just cannot wait to get home. Yeah. So, heading home, get leave his, leave his driveway, get on the road, and how far away is your place? It's it's like five ten miles away, so, so it's, it's still far, right? Far and are, and, are and I have surfing? to take the freeway. Oh, you do have to. And I got to take the one on one freeway. Jeez. So I, I'm on like Cahuenga out in uh, Toluca Lake, okay. and I'm heading back to the one on one freeway, and I'm heading down on the number one lane, which is the lane uh, closest to the um, center divider, and I think I'm in the number one lane. That's oh boy. The thing. Oh, boy. So I see a cop like a football field away. And I I see the cop and I'm like, what the fuck is this cop doing in my exact lane coming in the opposite direction? Oh, boy. Right. I'm like, yeah. this cop is literally in going my the lane. Wrong, you're saying he's going the wrong he's way. He's going the wrong way in my lane. Oh, no. And I guess I noticed that. No, he wasn't. I was. On in, in in oncoming traffic, no way. On in his lane, no ap- approaching him. So on the freeway. Uh, no, no, no. Before getting on the freeway. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm heading towards an intersection, Coenga and something else. Yeah. He's stopped. He finally stops at the intersection. I'm heading towards the intersection, so I move into the correct lane. As an idiot, I I freaking put on the turn signal <laughs> to like even give him some more. <laughs> <laughs> signals oh, that I'm like, yeah, I'm in the wrong lane. Oh, and I get in the, the number one lane. Yeah. I'm stopped at the intersection. He stopped at the intersection directly across from me. And I'm yeah. thinking, this is it. You're I'm done. Like, do you, I, You're done. he saw me. Right? right. And light turns green. I had a red light. He had a red light. Light turns green. I'm about to proceed. He puts on his, his, his lights. No way. Yeah. So I'm thinking, all right, he's going to make a U-turn and just right. come You're after fucked. me. So I proceed through the intersection. He turns really quick. I'm thinking he's going to come back, and he just books out past you. Past me. So he must have got a call. Oh, bro. Oh, Jesus. And that's when I became a believer. That's when, <laughs> that's when, I, that's when I joined the, joined the church. Clutch I went to pearls. church the next morning. And then the next night, you got hammered. And, and then I got <laughs> fucked up. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then I I didn't even I didn't go on the freeway. I made a U-turn, went right back to my buddy's house. Oh, and like spent that. I was like done. Right, that's my lesson right there. Th- Never drove drunk again. Good for you. Ever until last week. Yeah, but last week that, over. <laughs> remember when I drove <laughs> you? <laughs> no, honestly, dude, dude, that was it. And g- thank God for Uber, man. Uber's probably saved a lot. Uber has of been lives. a game changer. Uber has absolutely been a game changer. Yeah, but that was probably one of the dumbest. Things. I mean, there's actually a lot more, but. I have another <laughs> another dumb thing that I used to do as a kid. Again, I would never do nowadays, but just you're being a kid, and this is all relating back to D'Lo being, a, being an idiot and yeah. learn, hopefully learning from his mistakes. Yeah. So I used to shoplift <laughs> a lot, okay? Yeah. Like, I would shoplift. Do you, you ever do something called bust a run? No, what's that? That's when you would, uh, and I've heard people do this. Oh, okay. Um, 
you'd leave all the clothes like you know how you go to like Ross or whatever you yeah. ever like leave clothes like near the the end near the counter okay where, where the the checkout stand okay okay so you all you bundle it up sure near there you have somebody outside basically a getaway car oh and wow. then as soon as you have enough stuff you just grab it grab right. it and run through the exit and that was it and no. that was called busting I've heard of busting nut. I've heard of Busta Rhymes. Yes. I've never heard. Yeah. I've heard Busta Move. Had some friends that used to do that. Yeah. Wow. That's gnarly. High school was bad, man. That's gnarly, dude. In our, in our time, like the the early 90s. Right. You know, we weren't uh, on computers and, you know, it was, it was. Yeah. You know, it was almost it was like. It was kind of a free for all. Into gangster rap. So I, I feel like that era. The, yeah. the worse you were as a as a criminal, like the cooler it was, and it really it was, was. It was pretty bad. It was glorified. It was. Um, uh, so so my shoplifting was never. I never had like an accomplice or anything, but there was something about like cheating the system that I got some sort of thrill out of. Yeah, it started in in school in probably eighth grade where I would cheat on tests and I would figure out like ways, like creative ways to cheat on tests. Mm -hmm. Like it was never, it was never like see if I can like look at the answer in the book or something. It was like, let's figure out a system <laughs> to like almost mission impossible yeah. style. Like getting like, the teacher's book. Did you ever get the teacher's book? I never beforehand? got the teacher's book. So what we would do is we would figure out ways for other kids in other classes who had the same tests to get us the test and ahead of time. Right. So like in one class, what we would do is we would very lightly, like the, the standard practice was take out a piece of notebook paper, the teacher, take out a piece of notebook paper. We're going to have a test. And so you would go into your notebook. Remember you had your like stack of blank notebook paper on the front of your binder and then the dividers behind it. So we would get the test ahead of time. And what we would do is we'd lightly copy the answers to the test on our notebook paper mm. so that with, with pencil so that when you when you put and then put that piece of paper on the top of our notebook so that when it was time to take out a piece of paper for the test the first one we were taking off was, was yeah. basically an answer sheet yeah. that had all the answers on it and then what we would do is with a pen we would trace over the, the light pencil and then erase the pencil as we went along so then we would turn in the test and here it is all the answers <sighs> so we probably had I don't know five or six different methods of cheating in class yeah so that sort of transferred it was almost like a gateway drug was the cheating on the test gave us this gave us this high to like do other stuff credit card fraud well open garages <laughs> well the open garages thing open garages. happened in our neighborhood for yeah. sure around OG. here oh my god that stuff was happening but yeah. it was the um it was the shoplifting. i knew those guys <laughs> you're right <laughs> you knew those guys we i knew those guys too but the shoplifting thing was something that happened that it was like you know that that's what sort of Again, it was the thr I guess it was a thrill was of thrill, like man. trying to scam or like get away it's with being something. Being a schemer, and that is what D'Lo. I don't know if that was a, what he was trying to do, but it was too late in the game for it him. It was too late in the game, and so the, I guess the idea, which is crazy, is like at the time when he did that thing, he was nineteen, right? Mm -hmm. He was only two years older than probably two or three years older than I was when I was doing my stupid shit, and yep. you were doing when you were doing yep. your stupid shit. Exactly. So the point of all this really is that. Listen, I haven't stolen anything since high school. I learned my lesson. I haven't driven insanely wild yeah. since then. I learned my lesson. Yeah. I think that D'Lo has learned his lesson. Now, granted, he just got caught with weed, 
right? Crossing, yeah. you know, getting through the airport recently, but right. that's accepted now. I guess it's accepted now. <laughs> it's but accepted. The, the idea still is still stupid, but he is only 21 still. You can't expect somebody to make one mistake. Yeah. Like, we know he's never going to record somebody and post it on social media. We know that's never happening. Well, now we know he's probably never going to get caught trying to sneak weed into their airport. Yeah. So we hope that he's going through these life lessons that are going to Did you learn, him. man? Yeah. Everything comes back to you twice as hard. It's it karma. Does. And once, you know, you figure out that the key to life is being a good person. Yeah. then that changes everything. It really it changes does. everything. It really going does. Deep, going and deep. In the, we, uh, we episode 46. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to his dad uh, teaching our kids to just be good people be because good. some they just they just grow up as little shits. Little fuck faces. Like, can't you just be a good person Jason, from the beginning? Can, can I can I tell you how frustrating it is to have a two and a half year old? Do you know what that's like? No. <laughs> I have a three and a half year old, but it might as well be two and a half. Oh, my God. My second one. Second one. The second one. I have a theory on why the second one is so much more difficult to handle than the first one. Okay. Now, I don't know for you. My impression is was so well, – you tell me. Was Soleil easier than, than what Rio? What are you trying to say, man? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Yes, 100% Soleil was easier than Rio. Love them both to death. Of course. You know, um, but what's your theory? And then I'll tell you mine. Okay. So right now, so so Charlotte was a fucking angel. Claire has been the devil. But the sweetest, right? Yes, like they, yeah. they know what to do. They're right. such little fuckers. They know, oh, I love you, daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... So my theory is this. The first kid that comes along, it's just it's mom and dad together and and you're hovering over that kid, right? You're watching everything they do. So the first time that they try to stick something in an electrical socket, you're on top of them. Don't do that. That's you're going to hurt yourself. Don't do that. So very quickly, they may try it another time or a third time and but but they're not going to do it a fourth time because you're there every time to watch them and make sure they don't do it again. So they learn this good behavior or at least they learn what's what's naughty behavior very quickly. The second kid, you don't have the ability to be there for every single moment that they fuck up or try to do something naughty. So therefore they're going to establish almost these habits or these patterns of where, you know, they're going to you're not going to be there to watch them stick the knife into the socket three or four times you're not going to catch it until the fourth time by that time they don't yeah. give a fuck yeah or they don't know it's a problem so so that's where my theory comes in is like the second one you just don't have the ability to watch them you're busy you're distracted with the other kid you're busy distracted with so many other things that are happening in your life so that that second kid just can't have the um supervision really that the other one can have and then when you have a third one I feel like the third one ends up being easier because the first two sort of are already grown out of that phase of where you need to watch them every second and they kind of already know right from wrong. Mm -hmm. So the third one just watches that right from wrong happening yeah. and they're like, oh, I get it. I'm not going to fucking stick anything in that socket. I don't, there's no even need to do that. I'm just going to ignore it. Yeah. What's your theory? Well, I mean, look, like we don't have a third one, <laughs> either of us, right. but, but I honestly used to think that, um, but I honestly you think what? that that it that it had to do with possibly you're not the same with the second one as you were with the first that and, and that's very well true 
believe me, with Soleil, it was just we were on top of her because it was right. our first kid, and you're so um, worried, and and you're you're going through it for the first time, mm-hmm. and everything is a new experience. Yeah, and you cherish every last second, every first, every you know, real got the same crib as Soleil. Uh, and it wasn't anything that we had to go to the, the, the store and get her a brand new one or anything right. like that. So I get that, but I honestly think every kid, it, it just has their own innate personality, their mm-hmm. own, uh, they were born with their own personality and there's really, you could, you could mold them a certain way. You can give them the, your, you know, you can, you can try to bring them up the best that you can and give them both the same upbringing. But I honestly feel that they're just their own person. And the things that Rio uh, would do and would try and would, um, you know, do to us and try to get away with are things that Soleil never even attempted. Even You know what I mean? So there wasn't anything that we could correct. I see there wasn't anything saying. that we could say, hey, stop doing this, and then she stopped and it was over. Like, Rio does some shit that I was like, what are you even thinking? Like, <laughs> how are you even coming up with this? Right. Why would you right. do that? Right. Like, how? where did this come from? Like, mm-hmm. when you start going back into your parents and, like, a crazy uncle. It's like, I told you, <laughs> I told you this, is, this would be like your Uncle Larry. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you start blaming each other for right. shit where you're like, how is this? Like, for instance, I'll give you an example. Putting Rio to bed last night, she's so OCD about certain things that, okay, I'm done. Like, I've been working all night. I have to put her to bed and I put on the night like I, I do everything that she normally wants. She has a routine. She has a routine. And there was one, there, she has two nightlights. One didn't go on. So one went on. It was fine. She was in her bed, head on the pillow. And I, I'm leaving the room. And I'm already outside the room. And she yells, ah, Daddy, other nightlight. Other nightlight. And I shout from her back. I'm like, no. Right. You don't fight <laughs> no, it. No, I'm done. Yeah. I'm already like right, you're sports the center. Right, I'm like, ready. I'm thinking about what I'm going to watch. Yes. I'm ready to relax. Yes. And she's like, other night light. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I'm no. like, in my head, I'm like, no, dude. Because like, be- I'm the adult. Right. You're, you're the kid. I'm going to establish power. I'm going to be. Th- you're not going to tell me what to do. Crying, crying, crying. And then like a simp, I. Go in there. I'm like, what? She's like, put on the other night, like yelling back. Oh my God. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this. So I'm like, which one? Oh my God. (laughs) So I'm just like surrendering just so she would just shut Shut up up. and go to bed. Yeah. And, and that, and that's how they kind of, you know, gain power over you. I have, I have a very similar situation with Claire. Again, she has her things that she needs. She needs to have a sippy cup in her room she wants a sippy cup on the ledge of her crib. <laughs> yeah, okay? only on the ledge. It has to be on the ledge. Yeah. And I ask her every night, do you want it down with you or do you want it on the le- uh, up, yeah. up top? Yeah. She goes, up top. Yep. Okay? So for whatever reason, I'm leaving the door. She goes, Daddy, I want my sippy cup. I'm like, you I can get told it. You. I go, you can get yeah. it. Yeah. So she's like, no, I want my sippy cup. Yeah. She wants me to get it for her. Yep. And you know what I said? Fuck you. <laughs> I am not getting your sippy cup. I close the door. I say, yep. Claire, if you want your sippy cup, you know where it is. You can get it. Let so her I, cry it out. I close the door. Yep. She's crying. 
yep. for five minutes straight. Keeps going. I won't reach to get it. All you it's, have to do is reach. All you reach. All you gotta do is reach. <laughs> God damn it! Just reach. She doesn't have to go anywhere. Literally, reach. Nothing. Nothing. Just this. I'm doing yeah. an arm motion right now. All she has to do is yep. extend her arm. She won't fucking do it. It's like a power trip. It's a power trip. It's a control. So she's digging in. I'm digging in too. So finally after like, and and I'm trying to put Charlotte to bed. Charlotte's like, why is she such a mess? You know? Exactly. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. So, so I finally go back in. She's crying. I finally go back in. I go, Claire, if you want your sippy cup, you grab your sippy cup. It's right there for you. So she, she grabs it. Mm -hmm. And then she says, I need you to cover me up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the and then blanket, there's another thing. The blanket. I'm like, oh my God. So I won on the sippy cup, but I lost out on the covering up. Some way, somehow they'll get you. It's just going to be, and it's going to be like that forever, isn't it? Yeah. And it's not, I don't think, I think it's just them. It's their personality. <sighs> and you know what sucks? It's exhausting. It's just, it's exhausting just talking about yeah. it. It's like the first one that was, and, I, and look, I, I'm, we're not putting the second one down. I don't want years later for them to listen <laughs> to this and be like, God, you really hating me, Dad. This is why I turned out the way I was. I love even watching you. <laughs> so I'm in therapy four times a week. It's like they, the older, the other one now has to hear all this stuff. Uh, and like most of the attention now is yeah. going towards the control freak. Yeah. And, you know, so I anyways. spent a lot of time talking, Char- explaining to Charlotte what's happening. I spent a lot of time almost being like a therapist for her and explaining like, hey, this is why we're doing this for her. Yeah. I said, this is, I tell her, I'm like, this is why I'm letting her cry right now. Because if I give her the sippy cup right now, then she'll never do anything on her own. This is why I tell you, Charlotte, when you want something, if you want a a cup of water, you're capable of doing it. I say, you need to go get it yourself. Because when you're older, mommy and daddy's not going to be there for you to be able to do everything for you. So you have to be able to do things yourself. Yeah. And she kind of gets it. I feel like she yeah. understands. You're gonna it a be on bit. your own soon, <laughs> right? When you hit 18, <laughs> when you hit when, 17, <laughs> you're gonna get emancipated when you're 14. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Oh man. Good times. Uh, listen. Listen, guys. Guys, is that it? No, oh, it's not. We have a little bit show. more to talk about. I want to know, Jason. Once I the kid, know. once the kid finally does fall asleep, which is, by the way, the fucking greatest moment of my we've day. talked about this yeah, before it's, it's like the greatest. a symphony <sighs> playing after that last don't let the bed bugs bite oh bite, man bite, it's fantastic bite. so by the way hallelujah some, something that i i don't know if i mentioned i mentioned on the last show that i i got myself some cbd oil no i had mentioned that i was going to do it when i think when john barry was on the show all right i got myself some CBD massage oil. accent or no massage <laughs> Just kidding. Accent. Just kidding. What, what is that smoking got so, it CBD. <laughs> so CBD. <Some> BBD. <laughs> BBD. BBD. Uh, so for those that don't know, CBD oil is the just the extract from the fucking hemp plants or whatever. Some have THC in it. Some don't. I got the stuff that doesn't have the THC in it because I'm not looking for like the fucking hallucinogen. I'm just looking for some relief for my back. Okay. And some anti-anxiety stuff. I started taking it. Dude, it's a fucking game changer for is me. Is it really? Are you doing the little pipe thing? What is it called? The uh, No, it's a little eyedropper. An eyedropper? It, it's got liquid. It's an oil. So you drop, drop it in it, your eyes? You, you <laughs> drop it under your tongue. You drop like 10 drops under your tongue. 10? 10 drops. 
It's not a lot. Can't they just make one drop a little bit more potent? You would think, right? <laughs> so it's it's ten drops on your tongue, okay. ten to fifteen, depending on whatever your dosage is, and you just you hold it there for like forty five like seconds or something, and it just numbs you and sort of gives you this <laughs> nice you. sort of like like just relaxing feeling, it, and and it's helped with my back. I've had back pain since nice. my car accident. We gotcha. won't talk about that too much. Gotcha. Um, but my anxiety of like that moment of when the kid goes down, of like the day of stresses of work and all that stuff. And then, again, with any sort of pain or or whatever, it's helped amazing. It okay. helps me just like chill and like it's it's a game changer, dude. Nice CBD oil. B CBD. Got it. Okay, CBD. Having said that, when the kids go to sleep, you know you turn on the TV and it's Netflix time. Yeah, Netflix and chill. Big Little Lies. Well, that's HBO. HBO. Are you watching Big Little Lies? I am. And very good. Intense. Super intense. Dramatic. Drama. Galore. Very well-written show. Amazing actors. Are you co-watching with Jody? Co-watching. Yeah. Meryl Streep, of course, oh, coming in and coming just in providing some crazy acting skills. I mean, she is just phenomenal in the show. She plays the mother of the deceased husband who yeah. was an asshole yeah oh my god she's trying to paint him as a uh saint saint and uh and she's trying to get to the bottom of the murder yeah and without giving too much away yeah this show is phenomenal you gotta watch it now it's so realistic Very right realistic. it feels so it feels like you're in it like so all the the storylines although obviously they're they seem a little bit intensified it just really does like forget the murder part of it but it just feels like the way that the the characters are acted yeah it feels so real yeah when we watch that show i feel myself being in the show sure and so that's something that's part, part of it. that my theory yeah part of that is that they're all part of this like it revolves around the school right the and kids. they're all yeah you know parents of second graders which we are yeah so it's we very relatable relate to that 100 percent um and uh and they're all just parents of them and they, they're all friends yep and they all go to pool parties <laughs> and they <no. laughs> yes they do yeah, yeah, yeah. uh i am what I, else are you watching i just started a show that's been in the news lately a show on amazon prime called good omens oh have you heard of that? this i haven't so the premise of the show is an angel and a devil are trying to stop Armageddon. They're working together to start Armaged Arm to stop Armageddon. Together. Together, which is crazy, right? Okay. Now, the it was in the news recently. I don't know if you had heard about it. Apparently a religious group started protesting the show, saying something it was portraying religion in some sort of negative way. So they got they got twenty thousand signatures on a petition mm -hmm. to have Netflix cancel the show. Really? Now here's the problem. How many watchers? Well, here's the does problem. Netflix have on the show. Netflix has zero watchers in the show because the show's on Amazon Prime. Oh, well, there you go. They so petitioned the wrong. They place. petitioned the wrong network. Oh, so God. Netflix, as a joke, said <laughs> well, we'd no be longer. happy to cancel Good Omens <laughs> as soon as Amazon Prime cancel. Oh, and then no, they, they said we'd be happy to cancel Good Omens. And Amazon Prime, as a joke on social media, said as long as we'll, we'll cancel Good Omens as long as. Oh, no, they said, we'll cancel Stranger Things. So they made this, like, funny, like, play. Oh, my God. So the religious groups are all over the show. That just shows how smart they are. Right, which, which for me, is all the reason I need to actually watch the show. So, so we watched, you haven't watched So we watched, we watched the first episode last night, and, and? it's really is good. Is it, like, Heavenly Kid? 
The Heavenly Kid. You remember that movie? Oh my gosh, Warren Beatty. It was Warren Beatty in The Heavenly Kid? I don't remember. It was like some young guy who died and came back. Some young guy? Young, young guy. Uh, yeah, Heavenly Kid football. I think it was Warren yeah, Beatty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really good, and we will for sure keep watching it, but I, I highly recommend that show. Cool, cool. There's another show happening. Yeah, I forgot the name of it already. Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. You're watching that. Yeah, that's a great show. TNT. It's about a family, uh, surfers, mm-hmm. brothers that rob banks, that get into all sorts of crime, they yeah. do jobs, yeah, and uh, they have a mother who is kind of like the boss figure out of out of the out of all of them. She runs the show, really good. Has the um, you know, Point Break type of vibe, but not as cheesy. Yeah, uh, you know, it, pretty cool, and it's in its second season. Um, but if you're, you know, guys love it because it's got that, that action that, that sure. Robin Banks and fucking how many seasons, second season, second season, I it's believe. on TNT, Might right? Be second or third. Yeah. TNT. Check it out. Check it out, man. Remember last week we talked to, was it last week we talked about when they see us? Did you watch it? So I watched, I started watching the first episode. Okay. You got to watch them all, all four. <sighs> Dude, it is so painful. It's painful. I hate white people. I hate white people too. Watching that show. All you white people, we hate you. Oh, my God. Watching that show in the way it's hard. It's hard because we know that all TV, especially drama, is dramatized for more to have more impact. It is. So I don't know what's real, what's not real. I know that generally the story is exactly like the prosecutor isn't that bad of a person. Right. She can't (laughs) be. She can't be. Right. But all the white cops. I can't imagine them all being such blatant racist. Yeah. But at the same time, it is so painful and to watch. It, yeah, exactly. It like makes the, me the just as there. You know it's true. And I mean, it, by the way, the premise is the um, what's it called? Uh, there were five of them. Uh, the they were well. There was more something. than five. There there was there was a whole gaggle of kids. There was like twenty or thirty. Yeah, but Young only five kids. got prosecuted. Right, and they were they uh they were New York City. They were they were charged with a rape that they didn't commit, and the New York City Police Department didn't have enough evidence to to prosecute them, but made them confess. Uh, basically, um, just scared them into confessing, telling them that look, you you can go home, and they kept them overnight and then for hours at a time, and in and uh, interrogating them. Yeah, without their parents. Well, uh, well, what I, some of their parents were in the room and yeah, it was crazy. It was so the way that I because Margaret came home and she was like, what did you want? And I told her I was yeah. watching it. And the way I explained it to her was basically it's like 20 or 30 young black kids who were in the park causing mayhem, doing stupid shit. Wild and out. Wild, wild and out. Exactly. But not anything crazy. Like no. they, they I mean, they mugged a kid and and they were getting in fights. and They were like, you know, juking at like bikers driving by but, but they weren't doing anything good and then i guess there was a body of a female that was found raped on the other side of the park and uh felicity huffman who we've talked about recently for being part of the college cheating scandal mm-hmm. but she plays like was it the da or she plays some sort of cop or prosecutor or somebody who is really trying to crack down on the female assaults in new york city and she's like, we need to figure out who did this. And so they start to try to pin these young black kids yeah. 
as they need they need they need they needed to 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 solve the case yes because it was going unsolved they couldn't figure out right who did it right so they decide fuck it we got all these young black kids who were there at the park we might as well try to pin it on them right and so they all it's scary they all went down the young 14 year old kid oh they were 14 and 15 years old oh my god so i had never had sex in their lives and now they're going to jail and the, rape. and the cops were basically convincing them to point the finger at this little kid who who had never had sex, who didn't even know what rape is. Yep. And and they're doing it. They're they're admitting to it because of the pressure. Yep. Uh, that's one of I, the kids, the the kid that did the most time, wasn't even one of the accused accused kids. Yeah. He just went along with his friend because his I'm friend was taken I'm, to I'm the sick. his friend was taken I'm to the sick station. Re- retelling it and hearing yeah. you talk about. It. I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't able to get through the full episode. Yeah. So no. I I probably should watch it, but I'm. <sighs> yeah. There there's actually an Oprah, um, one hour special after, and it's on Netflix oh, as, really? as well. And they bring back the five original the real kids. Are they out of jail? Kids. Oh yeah, they're all out. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, they're all out. There was a big uh, $40 million settlement against the, the New, cops? York, New York City. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, so, I mean, well, nothing I could compensate them for what no. they went through, obviously. How, but, long were, how, how long did they end up getting locked So the guy who wasn't even part of anything, the, yeah. guy, the friend that just went along to help his buddy, yeah. he did the most time. And he <sighs> did, and he went to all the, the, the prisons. He went to, uh, I forgot the name of it, but... Um, Rikers? Rikers. Yeah. And yeah. And uh, he did like 11, 12 years. Oh. The other kids went to juvie and then to, pr- then to prison once Jesus. they became adults. They did like four or five, I think. Holy moly. Um, but it was, it was insane. Insane story. Oh. Got to see it. Got to see it. Holy shit. Can we I, think, I think America needs to see that. They do. They do. Because it's important to Dads know. need to see that. It'll, D- it'll really touch a, a soft spot in your heart because... You know, some of these dads, minority dads, um, gave in, right? Yeah. They gave in to the police, and now they have to live with that regret for the rest of their lives because they told their little babies, their little 14-year-olds, hey, listen to the cops. Yeah. Give them give them what they want. Give them the confession. Yeah. And till this day, you'll see that some of the real actor, the real, I mean, uh, real kids in the, uh, uh, I keep, keep forgetting Victims. the five. Yeah. I keep forgetting that they have a name. Um but the victims, obviously, uh, they still don't forgive their dads for be- for for putting them through that. That's tough. Yeah, Charlotte, if you're listening to this, I will never make you confess to a yes. crime that you never did. <laughs> they won't have that problem. No, they won't. They're because, a white privilege. Yep, that's and it's still going on today. It is. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, I don't want to get on my soapbox here or get political, but all that stuff is still going on today. Jesus, that was deep. Guys, guys, can we end this on a on a on an up note? Yes, let's do it. Nicho Real. Nicho Real. Let's make sure that if you have an opportunity to get to either Wade's Wines or wherever Nicho Real is sold, buy yourself a bottle. Do yourself a favor. If you don't, if you've never drank tequila, sipped on tequila, this is a great place to start. Ninety dollars. Yes, I know it's expensive, but think about this. Don't go to Starbucks for four years, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. No, I mean it's a good it's a good way to it's a good intro into the the higher level tequila. Yeah. Past the Don Julio, past the Patron Silver. Right. That next level up that'll really 
get you to to enjoy the deliciousness of this. Delicious. 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 Extra. Hey, delicious. Hey. (laughs) Drink this Nicho. Bicho. Oh, there it is. You son of a Nicho. (laughs) Jason. Michael. This has been. Michael Knight. Michael. Michael Knight. (laughs) This has been a fantastic show. Thank you for having us. Thanks, everyone. We appreciate you listening. We'll have Aaron next week. Aaron will be back. We're going to have a special guest dad next week, I believe. We will. We may not na- say his name right now, just in case he flakes on us, but we will have a special Anthony guest. Davis will be on the, the show next week. But, you know, just keep it under tap. Right, right. Don't tell, don't tell anybody. <laughs> don't tweet about it. Um... Listen, if you haven't subscribed to the show, please do that. Go to iTunes. Go to your uh, your podcast app on your phone. Search Notorious Dads. Make it happen. Hit the subscribe button. Make it happen. Comment on the Instagram. Tell a friend. Please, we want to hear what you think about the show. We're having a good time doing this. This is episode 46 of the Notorious Dads podcast. And um, listen, we're almost at our one-year anniversary. It's coming up here, believe it or not. Crazy, right? Have a great week, everybody. We will talk to you soon. Tight jeans. We are last word. We are out. You can wear white jeans now. Tight jeans. Last word.